Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. It is 2024, it is a new year, and I am so excited that you are with me. I cannot think of anyone better to kick off this new year than my good friend, Heidi St. John. We've had a great time chatting before we hit the record button. And if you guys, I know most of you are probably familiar with Heidi because if you've seen our movie, Schoolhouse Rocked, The Homeschool Revolution, Heidi is in it a lot. Like her voice is the main voice in the movie and God used her in amazing ways to uh, just fill the narrative of that movie and share her wisdom. And so I know most of you are already familiar with her, but if you're not, you're gonna love getting to know her this week. Her family is amazing. They have so many things going on, lots of ministry to families, to homeschoolers. Um, They do tons and tons of fun stuff. Um, And so we're gonna get to know her this week. And we're gonna talk about some really fun things. It's of course a new year. So we're gonna talk about new year's resolutions. And I think oftentimes we think of those in regards to like, how can we better our lives? Like what things can we do to improve our lives, to improve our families, to grow in our relationship with the Lord. And so we're gonna talk about those things this week. We're also going to talk about her new book called Mom Strong 365. If you're watching, you can see this on the video. And it is a 365-day devotional. And I've had a really great time going through that for the past several months. And uh, she just shares so much of her wisdom. And, and it's all, of course, based in Scripture. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that. I want to talk a little bit this week about the upcoming election. This is another election year. And so I don't know what we're in for this year. Of course, no one knows. But Heidi has been entrenched in the political world. And so we're going to talk about how we can navigate this with our kids and encourage them through the process of walking through another election and and how the Lord can use us to do that. So it's going to be a fun week. But before we get into it, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, BJU Press Homeschool. You guys, BJU Press is incredible. Heidi and I were at a summit back in, it was January, February of 2020, And BJU Press brought in a whole bunch of leaders and kind of showed us around their campus and gave us a really in-depth look at what BJU Press does. And I walked away just so impressed because what they do is they take everything that they publish and, and they do it from a very solid, strong biblical worldview. And so they've got curriculum for every age, every grade, every subject that you can imagine, and they will walk you through it. And so if you have not tried them out, Visit them at bjupresshomeschool.com, bjupresshomeschool.com, and you will not be disappointed. Uh, before we get into the podcast, um, I, I want to ask if if this podcast is a blessing to you and your family, would you consider supporting the Schoolhouse Rocked ministry in a few ways? The first way is if you're watching or listening um, to this, whatever you're doing, if you could hit the thumbs up button and be sure that you're subscribed to the podcast, that would be helpful Um, Also, share this episode with your friends. That is one of the best ways that we can get this this podcast out into people's hands and have them listening to it is by you sharing it. And so if you would share this with your friends, that would be amazing. Um, But also, uh, we want to let you know that we are so thankful for the financial support um, of many of you listeners. We could not do what we're doing without your financial support and the support of our sponsors. And so if you would like to support the Schoolhouse Rocked ministry, you can do so by going to our website, schoolhouserocked.com, click on the donate button, and you can make a one-time donation or a monthly donation, whatever is uh, best for your family. Um, But we would absolutely love it if you would consider that. And we just want to say thank you again to those who continue to support us financially. You are a blessing more than you know. So 
without further ado, um, Heidi, welcome back to the podcast. It's been a little while since you've been on. And for those of you who are living under a rock and maybe they don't know who Heidi St. John is, introduce to us yourself and your family. Well, Happy New Year, first of all. We made it. I mean, you know, it was was touch and go there for a while. So uh, Happy (laughs) New Year to you guys. It's good to see you as always. Uh, I don't, you know, people ask me sometimes, you know, what do you, what do you do? (laughs) And it's easier for me to say what I don't do maybe than, uh, (laughs) than what I do. But Jay and I, I think the main thing is uh, we've been married for coming up on 35 years. We have seven children and four grandbabies so far. And we've been homeschooling for a very long time. I'm the author of nine books and the host of the Off the Bench podcast. Uh, I run a ministry for women, a Bible study ministry called Faith That Speaks. And so we produce brand new Bible studies there every single month. And of course, uh, I speak for a living. So I'm out on the circuit doing a lot of women's conferences and that kind of thing. So very, very busy. We also run the Homeschool Resource Center here. We have about a little over 700 students that come to Firmly Planted Homeschool Resource Center uh, every single week. So that's a lot of fun just to see God doing that. We just have a passion to see people walking uh, in right relationship with the Lord in a culture that's really on its head. It's on its head spiritually. It's on its head politically. And uh, I think, you know, God puts us here for such a time as this. So, yeah. So that's a little bit about me. It's really great to be back and to see you guys and uh, always love hearing what God's doing through you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, it's so much fun to partner with you from different parts of the country in reaching homeschool families and Christian families, because I know like us here at the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast, your whole mission in life is to help families to disciple their kids, right? To help parents to point their kids to Jesus. I mean, that's really what it's all about. It's what it, it's the only thing that really matters. And so um, yep. I, I love the body of Christ and how the Lord just partners us with one another in different parts of the world, really. And uh, you guys are doing a fantastic job of doing that in Vancouver, Washington. I know you mentioned that um, you're going to be speaking at, I think you said 11 homeschool conferences or somewhere around there this yep. year. Um, where yep. can people find out about where you're speaking? Uh, they can just go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash events. And, uh, okay. and it's easier to find me there. And sometimes if we add things to the schedule, everything gets put there. So HeidiStJohn.com yeah. forward slash events. Awesome. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll of course, of course, put all those uh, links in the show notes. So, so let's talk about New Year's resolutions, Heidi, because now um, you've had you've had a few years of experience as an adult, and even I think into our teen years, we start thinking about oh, what are our New Year's resolutions? Yes. Um, and I, I, you know, as I think through that, I think so often we always want to improve all the things that we think need improvement. Right? We have kind of our bucket list of here's what things I need to change. I don't know why we wait until January to do that, but it's like starting a diet on a Monday, right? Like you can't start a diet on a Thursday. So you can't start a New Year's resolution in like October. I mean, yeah. it has to be in January. Yeah. Um, let's talk through those. Like what, as you talk to people, what are some of the top New Year's resolutions that you would see people jumping into? Well, I mean, I think for the Christian community, right? We want to hopefully uh, grow closer in our walk with the Lord. I was just uh, speaking the other night with my son-in-law, with one of my sons-in-law, and he was saying to me that a, that a really good friend of his had said, listen, you know, we don't, if we make a doctor's appointment and we have to be there, you know, we say we're going to come at, you know, seven in the morning, whatever, then that's what we do. We know that we keep that appointment. He said he really has been challenged to make that appointment with the Lord. 
and keep mm-hmm. it as if it was a doctor's appointment or a dentist appointment or any kind of you know appointment that we would keep. He said, I need to have this ongoing appointment with the yeah. Lord. And that really encouraged and blessed me, A, to hear it coming from my son-in-law, but also just, to, you know, it was an encouragement to me to say, you know, we need to take it seriously. It's like motherhood. You know, we we want to treat our motherhood, uh, this opportunity we have to raise children as if it were a career, you know, because it yeah. is. And so uh, to me, I think that's what I hear the most. But I always tell people, don't, you know, you know when we when we put the bar so high that we're, we know we're going to trip trying to get over it, usually what happens is we start for a little while, we're maybe good for a week or two, and then we get discouraged because we can't keep up. And then that discouragement leads to frustration. Then we finally just quit. Something I learned Mm. from my husband a long time ago was, uh, especially when it came to, you know, being in the Bible or even exercising, he's like, listen, just start small. You know, we can do anything for five minutes a day. If you haven't been in the Bible, you know, maybe the best thing's not going to be to start off with, you know, K. Arthur's, uh, you know, deep dive. (laughs) Maybe it's just going to be, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to make this appointment with the Lord and I'm going to keep it, you know? Yeah. So I I feel like that's the most important thing. We're living in extraordinary times and we need to know the Lord. We need to know his word. We need to know what it says. We need to be able to defend it. We need to know yep. uh, that, that God has a plan and we use, you learn that by being in his word. One of the things I've learned from you, Heidi, and I'm sure you're probably not the first person ever to say this, but um, years ago, I remember hearing you say, we can't pass on to our kids what we don't possess. And just that rings in my head all the time is that if I'm not in the word and I don't know the word of God and I don't have a relationship with Jesus, how can I possibly pass that on to my kids, right? It's different than like, you know, I love this kind of uh, spaghetti sauce and my kid likes that kind of spaghetti sauce. Like that's okay. That, That doesn't make any difference in the realm of eternity. But when it comes to knowing the word, we have to actually know and understand the word of God if we're going to pass that on to our kids. Yeah. And that means that we have to be in the word of God yeah. in order to pass that on to our kids. So we're going to talk more about that, but first we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC Math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. We are back with Heidi St. John. Um, Heidi, as we're looking at just the culture that we're in and we're looking at New Year's resolutions and we're looking at growing in our relationship with the Lord. Uh, one of the things that I, I was reading the other day in the book of John and John chapter eight, verse 31 and 32 really stood out to me. And it says this, it says, so Jesus said to the Jews who had believed him, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. 
And I recently was thinking about the song Amazing Grace and how my chains are gone. I've been set free. And there is no better way to be set free than to know the Lord. So I would love for you to talk just very quickly, give kind of a brief overview of if if Heidi St. John were to get up in the morning and it's time for her to get into her busy day, because Heidi, you are quite possibly the busiest person I have ever met in my whole life. (laughs) But it's amazing because the Lord is doing incredible things to you, but you're busy. You are busy. Um, How do you find time with the Lord? And when, when you are spending time with the Lord each day, what does that look like for you? Well, the first thing I, I always feel like it's important to just say, I am not in the in the word every day. I want to be, but just like everybody else, sometimes I wake up and, you know, I realize I'm late for an orthodontist appointment or, you know, something happens with my kids and uh, I don't, or I'm just, you know, lazy. My sin nature takes over. I, mm. I told an audience uh, not too long ago when I was speaking in Texas that it's amazing to me. I wake up in the morning and my Bible weighs, you know, a thousand pounds and <laughs> my phone weighs two ounces, you know? And yeah. it's just, I think it's our it's our human nature. I think it's so important that we're honest about it because it's a spiritual battle, right? Mm-hmm. So from the minute we wake up in the morning, we need to understand that it's the enemy's number one goal is to keep us from communicating and talking with mm-hmm. and leaning into our relationship with the Lord. So that helps me a lot is just to recognize this is a spiritual battle. And it is absolutely, I think if we could see what was happening in the spiritual realms with our natural eyes, we'd be on our faces before the Lord. So when I am when I'm remembering that my very favorite thing to do is just to find a quiet place in my room. I've got a nice little nook in my room that I like to go sit in and just bring a cup of tea and just spend a little bit of time reading the word and then just asking the Lord, Lord, what do you what do you have for me today? So that I can yield my plans for his because he's got his plan and I've got mine and so what I want right. to do is walk in right relationship with him. And so that really is how I try to start my days. I've, again, I watch, I take a lot of encouragement from my husband who's been good at this for 35 years. I rarely ever see him in the morning without uh, a Bible in his hand. And it's that consistency that we want Mm -hmm. to uh, promote, even to our children. Like you just rightfully said, we can't pass on what we don't possess. We can't give what we don't have. We can't pour from an empty cup. And we know as mothers, uh, particularly in the culture right now, we're a lot is being required and we want to go to the Lord for that. So for me, when I am, when I am on my game and walking with the Lord, that is my time to do that is very, it's just setting my alarm clock and actually getting up early, which is yeah. not, you know, my natural, I'm, this is not me in my natural habitat. Right. But when I'm up early, there's something really precious that happens between me and the Lord. And also I get a jump on my day, which I really, mm-hmm. really appreciate those, those, those first couple of hours in the morning are really precious. Yeah. Yep. So important. It It is a habit that we have to form. We have yep. to be disciplined and intentional about it. Um, <laughs> it's like brushing our teeth, right? Yeah. Um, yep. This was, I don't know, sometime last week, this is really gross and personal probably, but <laughs> I literally, it was like halfway through the day and I was like, why do my teeth feel so gross? And I don't remember what happened that day, but something happened where I had to like get up and get moving right away. <laughs> and I like forgot to brush my teeth. I brush my teeth every day. I'm really particular about brushing my teeth every morning, every night, sometimes in the middle of the day too, depending on how they feel. And it was like lunchtime. And I was like, my teeth feel so gross. And I realized, <laughs> oh, I didn't brush my teeth today. That's why yeah. they feel disgusting. Yeah. 
And it's like that with reading God's word, right? Where we get halfway through the day and it sometimes it should at least feel like something's off, like something's just not quite right. And I will sometimes realize, oh, I got up just like you. I I got up and running, you know, now I do have a habit and, and most days, um, almost every day I get up and spend time with the Lord. Um, but there are those days too, where I just, like you said, something happens. I've got to like respond to something really quickly. And I think, oh, I'll do it later. And then later comes. And it's by nighttime. It's very hard to do it later. It, it is, is so hard very, to do it very later. hard. I mean, we, we can have the best of intentions with say, yeah. oh, I'll, I'll get back to it. But once the day is running, it, you know, and the phone calls come and the kids need your attention yeah. and, you know, all the things, uh, it's hard. And so at least for me, yeah. if I don't do it first thing in the morning, chances are pretty good it's not going to get done at all. Right. Right. And you have those people like Garrett, my husband, he is a night owl. And so he reads his his Bible at nighttime every night. It will mm. be two o'clock in the morning and he will read and he can stay awake. I'm like, how can you do that? I can't. <laughs> I mean, I would get to, you know, in the beginning and then I would be out completely yes. asleep, not able to read another Me too. word. Me so, too. Yeah. Yeah. I guess yeah. it depends on your, you know, body rhythm <laughs> and, and if you're a morning person or a night person, but either way. Um, so yes, we, we do need to know that. And I think one of the things that makes it so important is so that we know the word of God and we know how to respond to this crazy culture in which we're yeah. living. And I want to park there for just a few minutes, because as we're reading God's word, as we're studying, as we're teaching it to our kids, how how can we and our kids respond to everything that's going on around us? I mean, there's so much craziness going on that sometimes I I, I just, you know, I just want to curl up in a ball and just say, yeah. I don't want to go outside. I don't want to go to Walmart. I don't want to look at the ads. I don't want to face the mm-hmm. sin of the world. Going to the mall, I hate going to the mall because oh, it's too. like a flashing neon sign of sin. Yeah. And I don't know what it is about the mall, but yep. how do we help our kids? In addition to being in, in God's word each day, how do we help them respond to this insane, sinful culture in which we're living? Well, I, I think, you know, it's part of it is just recognizing that God has a plan and that plan is it's working itself out. You know, the Mm. Bible teaches us that the world is literally groaning under the weight of sin, right? So we know that this is not going to get better until the Lord comes back, but we have a job to do. I spent, you know, three and a half months in at the end of this last year teaching uh, women at Faith That Speaks through the book of Revelation. And it, it always ends up being such an encouragement for me because you can see, A, God sees the sin. Like he's not unaffected by it. And it grieves his heart. And one day soon, the Lord's going to come back and he's going to set things right. And we mm. know that's going to happen. And we also know that we have a we have a, a responsibility to walk rightly with him. I want my kids to know that, and we saw this in COVID. I mean, you you saw how much I rebelled against all the things that were happening to the country yep. uh, in the middle of the Rona. But the reality is I want my kids to know we don't live by fear. God's yeah. people live by faith, right? Proverbs says some might trust in horses and some might trust in chariots, but we don't. The children of God, we trust in the name of the Lord. So whether it's COVID or a car accident or cancer, uh, you're not going home a day before the Lord of Heaven's armies has already decreed that you're going home. And what that mm. does is it sets us free to live not in fear, which clouds our judgment and uh, I think can can keep us really from doing what God wants us to do. But we can actually walk this thing out in faith, knowing that my days are gonna be fulfilled according to God's plan and purpose for my life. And so I try to model that for uh, for our kids. I mean, we, Jay and I have done some crazy things. You know, I ran for Congress a couple of years ago uh, and that was terrifying. And I remember my grandmother telling me, you know, you can do anything, just do it afraid. 
And mm, yeah. the, the truth is it doesn't, it doesn't really matter what the headlines are. It only matters what God says in his word. And so we want to be wise, but we don't want to live in fear. And if there's one thing that I think has really um, taken the church hostage in the last probably decade, it's fear. It's fear of social retribution. It's fear of uh, it's fear of losing, you know, people in our church because we actually preach the whole counsel of God, not part right. of it. Um, and we live in fear, but God says that we're not to do that. It's actually disobedience. And so I spent a lot of time as a speaker reminding people of what God says in his word. And uh, interesting to note also the very last chapter and the very last paragraph of the book of Revelation where God outlines eventually what separates people from him for all eternity, right? And mm. obviously it's that we didn't accept Christ into our life, but he starts listing the sins that he hates. You know what the very first thing on that list is? It's cowardice. Cowardice. Yeah, it matters. And I think we're going to get a chance to stand for our faith yeah. and God wants us to stand. So if, you ever, if anybody ever needs like a real shot in the arm for what that looks like, whoo, read through Revelation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I, I love that your grandmother talked about just doing it in fear, you know, do it yeah. scared. And we've said that before, even in regards to homeschooling, because so many parents, they don't want to homeschool because they're afraid. And I get it. Trust me. I get it. It's scary to homeschool, especially yes. when you, you're not a teacher, you don't feel like you're equipped. You don't feel like you're organized. You don't feel like you're smart enough. You don't feel like you have all the things that it takes, but do it scared and then trust the Lord. Yep. Yep, it's yep. the best way to do it because then we have yep. to completely depend on him for all the things, right? Yeah. And you likely don't have what it takes, which is great, right? Because you know the Bible says that his strength is is found in weakness, and so I love mm -hmm. to tell homeschool moms, "Do you feel weak right now? Congratulations, you're exactly where God wants you," because yeah. He wants the glory, and ultimately, that's what it's about. It's not about getting to the end of our homeschool journey and just going, "Hey, I found this amazing curriculum, and therefore now I'm a I'm a successful homeschool mom." No, it's about yeah. the Lord and finding his strength in the midst of weakness, crying out to him and saying, Father, I couldn't do this if it wasn't for you. And then turning our eyes heavenward. And as we do that, our children see us doing it. So as they as they grow up and leave our home, they're not going, Well, if I don't, if I don't have, you know, success with that particular curriculum or I don't have success in that particular program, then I'm not going to be successful. No, you need to lean yeah. into the Lord. And God wants to give you the victory. And to me, that's one of the most exciting things about Christian homeschooling. It's like, wow, look what God's doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He gets all the praise and the glory for it in the end. And it is the absolute best way to homeschool. Yep. Um, there, there is no better way. So, well, we are out of time, um, but we are going to come back on Wednesday. We're going to keep talking to Heidi. And um, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you stay tuned to the very end to hear a clip of what's coming up on Wednesday. And we were talking about uh, Bible study and what, what a quiet time looks like. Next week, we're going to have Naomi Vaccaro on the podcast, and uh, she's from Wholehearted Ministries, and she is going to talk with us about what we're going to get deep into what it looks like to do a quiet time. And we're going to actually talk about how to do an inductive Bible study um, on our own and with our kids. And so make sure you stay tuned for that. Um, but also remember, you can find all things Schoolhouse Rocked at schoolhouserocked.com. You can stream the movie for free. Heidi's movie, as Sam Sorbo calls it. Did you know that she calls it that? It's so funny. She, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> she always calls it Heidi's movie. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, so Heidi's movie, Schoolhouse Rock, The Homeschool Revolution, is available for free streaming um, on our website, schoolhouserock.com. Um, you can also download our homeschool survival kit. You can make a donation or you can subscribe to our newsletter. So all those things you can find on our website. Have a great rest of your day and we will see you back here on Wednesday. Bye.
learned this from one of my kids, you know, years ago, who said, you know, mom, the, this is the world I'm actually going to inherit. Like, I, you know, and every day I hear you say, well, things have never been worse. This is terrible. This is, you know, look, the country's on fire. And I was discouraging her. And I, I really had to kind of take a look, a good look in the mirror and say, is this really what I want? Do I want to discourage my daughter? No, I don't want to discourage her. I want her to find her voice in the culture. And so I think we need to be really careful as parents. We need to have balance in our lives for our kids. We belong in all these spheres of influence. And when we decided to step out, particularly as it relates to politics, uh, evil filled the vacuum. That's what will always happen. When When the light is removed, darkness will fill the vacuum. 